0: Hey, this is Tom Benty. Tom Benty Media Podcast, and I am here with Miss Crystal O'Keefe uh, from St. Louis, Missouri. She is the co-host of the Clip Out Peloton Podcast, and she has a really interesting story to tell uh, regarding fitness, regarding just lifestyle, regarding wellness, and uh, it's, it's really interesting how at 41 years old, she took more control over her health and her wellness, and she became really enthusiastic about Peloton And it changed her life. It seems like it it had just this tremendous impact in a positive way on her life. And I'm someone who's very much a proponent of living a healthy lifestyle. And I work out um, pretty much every single day if I can. And um, I'd love to learn more about Crystal's story and how she went on this fitness journey and how at 41 years old, she really started this whole new life. So Crystal, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. And let's just start with how did this all come about now you, you you're you're um you have this podcast the clip out podcast you're a big proponent of peloton i'm also ride peloton i do the elliptical as well i do other things but i, I do like peloton mostly actually for the scenic rides that's what really because i'm a, i actually ride my bike outside so i in the winter in new jersey we we can't really ride outside or you can if you can I, but i think it's it's kind of ridiculous when it's cold out and It's just not my thing, but I like to go on the Peloton. I go to those scenic routes. I'll hit a 30 minute hour ride and I'm in India. I'm in London. I'm in the Pacific Northwest. And I I really enjoy that. I watch my uh, Netflix or my YouTube videos as well, but I, I do love riding. I love getting the sweat pumped up. And I just recently got into Peloton. So how at 41 years old did this whole journey start? And now you're this big leader in the fitness field.
1: Well, thank you for the opportunity to be here, Tom. I really appreciate it. Um, I guess, first of all, let me just say that uh, it wasn't planned. Um, and, and I basically had just kind of come through this like crazy time period in my life. I've always been very sedentary. I've always been overweight. I've always battled with that in my life. And uh, as I got Towards my 40s, I had just gone through this like messy divorce. My daughter was now six years old, so she wasn't needing to be like watched every second of the day, just got remarried. Uh, So this is like, you know, a whole section of life that had just been crazy. Things had finally calmed down. So I was like, okay, I'm ready to actually start focusing on me and and figuring out like what I want to do and how to better my health. And so as I started doing that, I thought about all the different things I had tried over the years. I had tried just about every home exercise program you can think of from the firms of P90X, Insanity, Um, And uh, I also had tried going to the gym different times. And I had tried spin classes, which I loved, by the way. Um, But when I started searching for spin classes locally that would work with my schedule, uh, it was really tough. I couldn't find anything that worked because I had this really intense buttoned up job as an IT project manager. So I had to leave the house early in the morning. And if I went to a spin class at like 5 a.m., I wouldn't see my daughter until I got home at 5 p.m. And that would leave other people in our newly, um, you know blended family to wake her up and that just didn't feel right as a mom so uh, and just, day, me, if, you don't, if,
0: if you don't mind let me just interject because I, I did p90x back in like yeah. 2009 2010 uh, it, it sounds like you didn't have a, a, a great experience with that or it didn't really have the results that you were looking for why do you think that is
1: Well, one, I I can't even say I didn't have good results. It said nothing ever stuck. Like nothing was like, keep coming back to it. I would get bored because it would be the same. You know how you had like a set of workouts and you did those workouts. And so the workouts themselves were great, but I guess I just am a person that needs constant change because doing them over and over again just was boring to me. And another huge piece of it I do not want to overlook is I was not eating well. I didn't know what eating well meant at that time in my life. You know, Um, I really thought that you should be able to just kind of eat less but eat everything you wanted and I still believe that to this day but like in a very different way like how my brain processes what that should look like on your plate is very different so whenever I was younger that would be like oh well if I want ice cream tonight I can have ice cream now I'm like well you can have ice cream but i can't be like every day (laughs) so you have to kind of think it through yeah i definitely Um, want to talk
0: more about uh uh, eating because i have my own kind of insights i'm definitely not a professional i'd love to hear yours but let's continue with how we got to peloton and you did all these exercises back in the day Tybo, that was big popular back i guess in the late 90s early 2000s. p90x i remember that very well i actually did p90x in like 2009 and you're right it was cuz this is kind of really before the whole youtube thing where we could see different content online so you're really doing the same dvd as dated as that sounds over and over again so how did how did you get to where you are now and become this leader or get involved with with peloton and take it to the next level
1: Sure. So literally one day, um, Facebook had been listening to me. And so they served me up uh, an ad for Peloton. And I was instantly hooked. I love technology. So um, I this was July of 2015. I got my bike July of 2016 excuse me I got my bike and um, I started taking classes immediately the first day it was delivered as soon as the technician was gone I hopped on the bike for my first live class like the fact that I could take this class with somebody right in front of me and it was all these other people on the leaderboard live that was what got me, that was engaging. Um, And I I think that that's kind of different for everybody, right? Like some people can do the DVD over and over again and have the self-discipline and that works. But there was something about being part of the community, doing that class with everybody else that made me feel not alone. It made me feel like, I I was at a gym, but I was at home. And since I'm such an introvert, that really, really resonated with me. Uh, So I was instantly hooked and I would not shut up about the bike, like constantly talked about it. And um, I also, like I said, had this really, really button up corporate job that was taking up a lot of my time. And all I did is what I felt like was work and come home and take care of everybody. And I didn't really have any fun things to do, nothing creative. Uh, Meanwhile, My husband had this amazing job where he books concerts and gets to wear jeans and a hoodie every day and has this podcast about movies. And I was like, he has so much fun. I would like to have fun. And he was like, oh, you should start a podcast. And this is that's how we got here. It all started with that.
0: <laughs> wow, wow! So this, so getting that Peloton, and that was like when it kind of first came out, right? In in 2016, and yeah, you were just instantly hooked, and it it really changed your life. It sounds like it did. It
1: did. <laughs> it changed everything.
0: <laughs> that's, that's great. So. I think what you're saying is, is very correct. Like you need that something that you're passionate about both in life and also with exercise, That's going to keep you coming back. And that's going to, I think it sounds like that led to your whole nutrition journey as well. Cause now you're, you, you have an exercise that you're really passionate about. You really enjoy it. You're coming back day after day. And I guess at that point you said, let's, how do I actually incorporate nutrition into this? Cause I'm seeing results with the exercise. I want to see results with my nutrition and it's it's that impetus to really take it to the another level so how did that come into play
1: That's a great question. So um, I definitely lost weight whenever I started using Peloton. um, But it was like 15 pounds. And then it just kind of like stopped. Nothing happened after that. And um, I couldn't figure out why because I was working out six days a week, 45 minutes a day. um, And I was like, why? I was eating like 1100 calories a day because everything that I've ever read has always been like calories in versus calories out. So in theory, if you just Exercise more than you eat. You should be fine. Um, And I was doing that, or at least I felt like I was doing that. And it wasn't, nothing was happening. So along comes this company called MetPro. And don't worry, I'm not trying to sell anybody anything. But they changed the way I viewed everything. They talked about how to reverse diet, which is the first time I'd ever heard that term. And they talked about carb cycling, also the first time I'd ever heard that. And basically, in a nutshell, you don't just restrict, 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 you will go through periods where you eat lower amounts of carbs, you always have carbs, you never taking them completely out because our body needs carbs, carbs. But also you have amounts, you have time periods where you go through where you're eating more. That gives your body a break from that restriction. And whenever I started to do that, I would vacillate anywhere between like, 1400 calories all the way up to 2000 calories. And suddenly the weight started to come off. Like it totally changed everything. And, um, there are time periods where I've gotten all the way up to the 2000 calories and taken a break. And then I would do what they call a cut and I would lose more weight. Then there are times that like, I had enough energy that that got me to thinking, Oh, well now I want to start looking into what other performance kind of things I can do. So Along this journey, I'd met a million people in the Peloton community and all these people encouraged me and inspired me to do things. So I started doing things like Road racing. I have a road bike, so I know I do like to ride outside as well. Um, and uh, I did things like try a duathlon. Um, I started running. I did all of my training at, outside for running. Peloton didn't have a treadmill back then, and uh, did my first half marathon in 2018. Uh, going from a person who had never run a mile, by the way, uh, to to running a half marathon, and now I I run all the time. I prefer running over biking. That's how much it's changed. But but now I have the energy to do those things. And I'm I'm probably exercising less than I was back then. Overall, maybe not, maybe burning more calories now than I was cuz they're longer duration, but um I'm eating more, a lot more than I was back then. And I still whenever I'm on a weight loss phase, I lose weight whenever I want to lose weight. And so that's been a huge game changer for me.
0: That's great. Yeah, you know, I um I guess I was never really overweight, but I I, like my weight would fluctuate, I think. And like I was telling some friends recently, like previously, maybe six, seven years ago, like during the holidays, everybody eats a lot and they put on some weight. And then some years, you know, take me like a really long time to lose it. But now I, I what I do is I do intermittent fasting. And that's been a game changer for me. And I love it because I do really enjoy going out to eat. I really enjoy like good Italian food and, and all that stuff. And it allows me to do that. And as long as I kind of build up to it, I, I do not really, I don't really put on weight and, um, it's, it's really helped me a lot and I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I, 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 uh, you know, cause I can still go out to, to dinner on the weekend. So it's, it's really conducive for my lifestyle and, um, Uh, it's, it's, it's helped me tremendously just in my health. I feel great and uh, I work out and it it gives me the energy that I need.
1: Isn't, isn't it interesting because um, intermittent fasting works for a lot of people. And I always hear a lot of really good things about it. And I, I have no problem with intermittent fasting whatsoever. I just can tell you, I'm not good at sticking with it. And I just think it's funny because like I went to eating, less than three times a day. I used to eat like two times a day. And now I eat five times a day and that works for me. And I just think that's really fascinating that like some people like yourself, it's like, I know that I'm going to have this big meal and then I'm going to like work up to it. And I'm going to take this time off to have a break where I'm not consuming food. And that works for you. Whereas I'm like, well, now I'm being deprived and my brain's like, I need more food. And it's, it's just funny. Cause like, I feel like a lot of people think that you have to do one thing there's like there's there's just like this magic formula out there that'll work for everybody and if you just do these things it works but i think in reality we all have different things that work for us and that's that's the key is finding out what works
0: exactly yeah everybody has a different perspective and and i know some intermittent fasting doesn't work for everyone some people just uh they don't respond to it uh you do have to kind of build up to it like you know i mean i I tell some of my friends it's like well maybe the first day you don't have anything to eat until like 11 o'clock and then you just build up. And then next thing you know, it's like two o'clock and you can, you know, you're, you're working your way up to that. It it definitely works for me. I I'm a huge proponent of it, but I understand some people have like blood sugar issues and they just yeah. can't do it. So um, everyone has their own, own perspective. Also for me, in terms of the working out uh, you know, I used, I always did cardio for a really long time in my twenties. And then in my late thirties I started incorporating weights And then over the pandemic, I because I couldn't go to the gym, I just started doing calisthenics at home. And that really, I responded very well to that just doing 100 push ups every day, 100 squats, sit ups, and then ab exercises, like that's really produced a lot of lean muscle for me. And and I've seen a lot of definition. And I think that's also contributing to burning calories as well, because I have like a strong core now, that's always on fire with with the metabolism. So um, for me, I've seen more results with just doing push-ups and calisthenics than I have with weights. But again, everybody has their their own own perspective on that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I think that one thing that's probably helping for you is the consistency of that. Right, doing the same thing over and over again works. Um, one thing that I struggle with is if I, if I start something like that, like a program like that, I'm not good at sticking with it. I get bored similar to what I was talking about earlier with the P90X kind of thing. So if I were to be like, I'm going to do a hundred pushups every day, I might do that for a week. And then I'd be like, eh, and then I would just get bored and then I'd stop doing it. I wouldn't replace it with something. And so that's my downfall. I have to kind of have something new constantly coming up, or I'm just completely bored by the whole thing. Um, and I, I, I find that contrast in people just endlessly fascinating that we all need different things.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a great point. I, yeah, for better or worse, I am very consistent with kind of my my whole routine. And I do that pretty much every single day. So consistency is is what works for me. But other people, they need variety. So it's, it's all really depends on on your outlook and and what you're best suited for. Um, so that, that's great. So you, you know, 40 years old, you have this awesome transition and you have this huge passion and you start getting involved in Peloton and nutrition and you start your podcast. Now, how did this relate to other aspects of your life? We were talking before we hopped on the call here, but it it, it transformed you into this big entrepreneur and you, I think you <laughs> left your corporate job and, and now you're doing something that you actually enjoy from a professional standpoint.
1: That is absolutely true. So um, after I started the uh, Peloton podcast, um, and it was very successful because so many people like just the community loves to hear about Peloton. And like, we like to know everything, like everything, what's going on with the instructors, you know, what's going on with the business aspect of things. And um, we cover all of that every week. So what ended up happening was we started having people come to us and want to um, sponsor the show, which is exciting. But The cool part about it is I started learning about other things. So one of the things that happened was um, Tonal started sponsoring the show and they are, um, it's kind of like the strength machine that is like Peloton. So you have all these classes, you have almost a personal trainer that is on your wall Uh, And I don't know, this might sound terrible to you since you kind of do calisthenics. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I find it's a very divisive machine, but it's like a picture, a cable machine, but it's attached to your wall and it's all pro it's all managed by electromagnetic weights. So you can do anything you can do on a cable machine that you would use at the gym, but it's all done electromagnetically. So you don't have like all of these weights laying around your, your gym. It's just on the wall. Well, I, again, like I said, I love technology. So I started doing that. And like yourself, I got very into strength training. Um, And I started doing all this reading and this research that then uh, led me to how much, especially women need to do strength training in their forties. So I have now integrated strength training. Uh, And then that led to a podcast about tonal. I won't bore you with the whole detail, but we, we work with Tonal and we have a podcast about them as well. And, uh, it's, it's just a love of mine. Well, then, um, I came, then comes MetPro and they start talking to me about being on the show. And we start talking about doing this weight loss program and a personal training program. Well, my husband was my co-host. He is my co-host on the clip out. Um, he's always been overweight. He's this really like he would be a self-described very weird eater. He likes to say he eats like an eight-year-old boy at the theme park. He does not eat fruits and vegetables. Um, I have no idea how he's even still alive to be honest. But uh, he was very, he's battled with weight his whole life too. So. MetPro kind of like designed the special program for him, and now he's lost 70 pounds. Um, And I know, right? And and then he started using the Tonal. Um, He hates cardio, so he won't touch the Peloton. Hates it. Um, But he loves Tonal. So he started using that, and um, he has completely changed his physique. Well, between both of those things, um, I started wanting to figure out how to make this like optimized for me. I went and got my personal training certificate. I went and got a nutrition cert- certificate through NASM. And then I said to uh, MetPro, hey, I'm going to actually um, start doing personal training. I'm not trying to compete with you guys. I'm not gonna be advertising on the show, but I just want you to know I'm doing that. And they were like, why don't you come work for us? And then you can do our podcast. So now I host their podcast and I get to be a coach for them. And I still get to do the clip out and the tonal podcast. And that is how uh, I have managed to change that completely over over time.
0: Wow. So you're you're working um on this podcast full time. You you left the corporate world?
1: I did. I was able to completely leave the corporate world. Uh, now I get to work from home every day. I get to help people reach their goals nutritionally and physically. I work with all kinds of marathoners and, and ultra marathoners and people just starting out with their fitness journey. Um my favorite thing to do is to work with people who have Peloton or who have tonals and they're not sure how to like incorporate that into their their, you know, their workouts to like optimize it for what their body type is and what their goals are. And I love working with people on that. So I've truly found my passion. Uh, And if you would have said five years ago, whenever I got Peloton that everything was going to change, I would not have believed you. It's, it's just, it's crazy how much everything has changed because I bought a bike.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is your, is your Peloton podcast sponsored by Peloton? Is it like in, in conjunction with them or that's totally independent?
1: Not at all. It's totally independent. We are a fan podcast, so we just love them and we get lucky enough to interview instructors sometimes or employees. Sometimes we've interviewed, um, the CFO or the CEO, rather creator of Peloton used to be John Foley. He stepped down this last year. That's a whole nother story. Um, but, uh, we got to interview him on stage live at at Peloton, uh, in 2018, which was amazing. Um, we've interviewed all kinds of employees from Peloton and, um, it's just, it's a lot of fun. And, and it's also funny, because so many of the Peloton employees listen to us, like every time I go into a store, and I start talking to the employees, they listen to the podcast, because they like to hear about what's going on with the company. And like any big company as it grows, they're, they're maybe a little bit slower at spreading information. And I usually have all the information. So they just come to one place and get it from get it from us. And it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun developing those relationships and getting to meet so many amazing people from the community. Cause we, we interview some somebody from the community every week. Uh, we Sometimes it's just a regular person like myself, and sometimes we get lucky and we get to interview somebody like Andrea Barber or Snooky, and those, those are all amazing. Everybody's cool. It's really neat to find so many people in the Peloton community. I love it.
0: That's great. Yeah, I think that's one of the big draws of something like Peloton is you do have this community and you get to interact with a lot of other people and, and kind of experience their journey with fitness as well.
1: Exactly. And you never know what somebody else's experience is going to inspire you to do. I mean, I really think so much of what has kind of gotten me into this place, honestly, I owe to other people. I mean, yes, I did the work, but but other people let me know that I could believe in myself. I mean, I will never forget when I first joined Peloton and I would see on the Facebook community every day, these people that had special needs kids or going through these horrific emergency um medical conditions like sometimes there'd be people who were working out every day and they were going through chemotherapy and that was like their mental break they had to do that for themselves mentally and I'm just kind of like, and I never could come up with time for myself. Like, are you kidding me? These people have real things they're struggling with. And all I had was, eh, it's hard. I don't have time. And it just made me view that all differently. And then these people who were like, oh, I've never done a triathlon before, but I decided I'm going to do an Ironman this year. And then they did a year of training and they did it. And I was like, wow, what can I do? And that kind of community is inspiring. I, I really do believe in that adage, like surround yourself by people that you want to be like, because it makes you rise to that level instead of bringing you down. And I, I never really thought deeply about things like that when I was younger. And now that just seems so important and obvious to me as I've gotten older.
0: And when you're working with clients as a trainer or nutritionist, are you doing this through zoom or are you actually meeting with them in person?
1: Uh, we do it actually on the phone. Um, we don't do it through zoom at all. We mostly have phone calls, um, but it's all over the country. So I work with people all over the country I've I've actually had some clients that are not in the country, which is kind of fun too. Um, but yeah, it's all over the place.
0: And if like, say someone comes to you and you, you have a new client, what's the process with you working with them?
1: Sure. Well, the very first thing that we always do is, um, a health you know, go over their health to make sure that any kind of changes we're going to make to their diet, they're going to be able to do. So are there any medications that are going to be a problem? Are there any, um, are there any restrictions from a movement perspective, that kind of thing? So that's the very first thing. And then what we also do is um, have an onboarding call where we talk about what their goals are. Um, And sometimes people want to lose weight, I would say that's most of our clients want to lose weight. But then we also have clients that are like, well, I've lost I'm happy with my weight, but I want to increase my performance. And then we look at what their nutrition is, and we help them optimize it for whatever their goals are. So if it's reducing their time running or getting being able to run a farther distance than they've ever done before that kind of thing. Um, So that process is just all talking through what they want and narrowing down the goals. So like if you came to me, you said I want to lose weight, but I also want to get faster. Well, which is more important? Which do you want to do first, because we're going to feed you for performance if you want to get faster, but we're going to feed you to lose weight if you want to lose weight. So we can do both but it's going to be one has to happen a little slower for the other one to happen a little faster. So which is it going to be? So talking through that with people and you'd be surprised how myself included, how many people don't know what their goals are. It's just this kind of vague shape of like, I want to do this, but I don't even know what that looks like. And digging deep with people is really fun and fulfilling and seeing people do things they never thought they could do is just, it is very fulfilling to me. It's very exciting to see people be lit up from within, not knowing that they could do things that they are doing.
0: And, and you've worked with a lot of different clients. What are some common challenges that you've seen people or some issues that a lot of individuals go through uh, when they start their, their fitness journey? And what are some solutions to those challenges?
1: Well, a lot of people um are not eating enough. That's a very common that's a very common problem. I mean, when I started MetPro, pro, that was my issue. I was definitely not eating enough. Um I had to add food. Um, and then when I started adding food, I started losing weight right away. Um, and it's usually women that, that I mean, not that it can't happen with men, I'm not saying that at all, but typically, Women have, that's the biggest issue they have is not eating enough. They're always so hard on themselves and they're always restricting so much. Um, and as far as as the fitness journey itself, I would say the biggest thing is consistency um, that you don't have to work out every day for an hour to be quote unquote successful or to get what you want. It's sometimes it can be a 20 minute workout. Sometimes it can be when you're first getting started, it's 10 minutes, but really getting something on the calendar and being committed to that and putting that, side, that time aside, that's the hardest part for people, because everyone thinks they're too busy. And some people need to be able to figure out what, what things are, am I willing to give up? Like, is it a little extra TV time at night? Is it, is it, I might have to lose 30 minutes of sleep to be able to get up in the morning? Like what, what can I give up? Um, and if the answer is nothing, then it becomes, well, I need to walk around the neighborhood while I'm taking phone calls at work. I mean, sometimes that's, that's the best way to do it. Um, But what I love about what I get to do every day is meeting that person where they are, because there are no two people that are the same, not just how they run their lives, but also how their body responds to different things. Like we were talking earlier about intermittent fasting versus um, eating five times a day. Some people, they're never going to be able to eat five times a day. Some people have to eat six times a day because they work out, they work, their workouts are staggered as such. But I love figuring out how to optimize it for everybody. Like that, that's really cool to me.
0: Uh, yeah, that that is cool. Now, do you work out generally in the, the morning and the evenings? Or what's your routine?
1: Almost always, I work out in the morning, because uh, I if I don't get it done, I get pulled into other things. And so um, usually what will happen if I don't work out in the morning, then I will be like, distracted all day with job stuff or podcast stuff and then next thing you know it's dinner time and I almost always will not work out after dinner like very rarely will it happen for me if I don't get it done first thing it just doesn't happen
0: yeah same here I just like getting up and and doing it every single day. And and if I don't get it done, sometimes I'll go after, but generally it's, it's very difficult. It's because it's just my routine. It's just what I'm used to. Now there are like, we've been talking about everybody's different. Some people like going after work and, but that's just not, not my thing. Um, and, I, you're, you're from St. Louis. Uh, we were talking about that. Have you brought this to like the community in there in the Midwest, or is it, is it like all over just online or did you, do you actually have like in-person events or community gatherings?
1: So um, we do have in-person events and we have done some in St. Louis. Um, we have peddled the cause here in St. Louis. Um, it, all of the proceeds, it's cancer research and all of it goes to a local hospital called St. Jude, not St. Jude, um, there's a hospital here that I am totally blanking on the name of and I should know it, but it's a local hospital and all of the the research money goes to that hospital. And then they parse it back out to the different kinds of cancer research and it all stays right in the St. Louis community. Um, And I love doing that every year. I participate in it every year. Um, And usually we do something Peloton related with that. Like it'll be either a class that everybody takes together. Last year we interviewed um, one of the folks who is on the advisory board for Pedal the Cause. Um, So we get involved in different ways. Uh, We've also done contests with local vendors um, that like have a bike there was a year that we did one with the indoor rocker, which is a rocker that you can put underneath your stationary bike to make it simulate being outdoors, which I love. I think that's so fascinating that you can put this board underneath your bike and feel like you're actually riding an outdoor bike. Um, And we did a contest to give one of those away. So we've done lots of things like that. Uh, And then um, because my husband and I have met so many people just through the community, uh, as we travel, we tend to travel a lot. We do meetups all over the country too. I mean, they're just very informal and it's just like, hey, let's, we all love Peloton, let's get together and meet up. And uh, we just did one a couple of weeks ago in uh, Norwalk, Connecticut. And We were just there because my 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 stepson was doing a college visit. We were like, oh, let's just meet up with everybody. We had like 25 people come out and have dinner together and it was an awesome time. Um, and those kind of things are another thing that just really, fill up my, my emotional bucket of like, I love doing this. This is what makes me happy because you get to see people in person and they tell you all about like how Peloton has changed their lives. And that's, that's just amazing. It's just super cool.
0: Yeah, that is, that is really cool. Um, I, I do have another question regarding nutrition. I remember you mentioned something previously with uh, carbs. Now, when you say that yes. you say you, now a lot of people are like, it's like stay away from carbs, only eat protein. You, you're claiming you, you, carbs are, are important and what types of carbs and why do you feel that way?
1: Uh, yes, carbs are important. Um, they it, it needs to be a well-rounded carb, for lack of a better term. So like sweet potatoes or brown rice, things like that. Um, I'm not talking like a cake or pancakes, as much as I love them. Uh, that is not the carbs that are great, um, especially for women Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Stacey Sims. I won't go down a rabbit hole, but let me just say that there's been a lot of research for how women as they age and they go through perimenopause and menopause, their bodies become more insulin resistant. So it becomes even more important that we really watch the types of carbs that we are eating. But in general, absolutely. I believe in carbs, um, if, if I were to try to do all the running that I do now, um, without carbs, I would not do well. And I get just on a personal note, hangry when I do not have my carbs, like I am not a fun person to be around when I don't have carbs in my life. Um, so absolutely, I don't believe in pulling out any kind of I think you should have protein, fat and carbs. I don't think you should take any of those out. I just think that you need to do it in a smart way. So I love lean protein. And for people who are vegans, there are so many great options out there, vegetarians that that you can get um, protein from great sources. So I'm not even talking animal protein. Plant protein is amazing. And actually, I've gotten a lot more plant based um, in the last couple of years. I have I also think that you need to do fat but again you're not talking like a cupcake you're talking like avocado and things like that and uh, I eat a lot of nuts as my snack so I might have almonds and an apple like that's that is a very typical snack for me it doesn't need to be anything super fancy or difficult to make it's pretty simple but I do think that everybody should eat all three of those things
0: yeah I think it's so important like to eat the what you mentioned the nuts the avocados the lean proteins plant-based, Because when you eat properly like that, at least for me, like you're, you're satiated. So you're not craving. Like one of the things that I dealt with years ago is that if I wasn't eating properly, if you're having like empty foods, like empty carbs, like uh, potato chips, popcorn, you know, cakes, pancakes, stuff like that, like that actually makes you hungrier a few hours later. And it's, it's true. And then you're, you're, because you're not getting, you're just getting the calories. You're not getting the nutrients. And that's one thing that I dealt with for a long time is just being so crazy hungry at night because I wasn't eating the proper foods during the day. And then that will lead to like binge eating. And that's, that's not good. So if you're Absolutely. eating, <laughs> if you're eating the proper foods, like that's going to keep you satiated and you're not going to have those in, insane cravings that yes. you, you normally would if you're not eating properly.
1: Absolutely. Um, one of the things that I really like about eating from like a Met pro perspective, is we also like in in the app, they kind of keep everything lined out for people to to be able to pick from certain foods. and And anybody can do this. It's the lower glycemic end of things. So like this is something I used to think a fruit is a fruit. and it's and all fruit is good for you. so I'm not negative fruit here. But at the same time, um if you are trying to lose weight, uh, you know, a banana is is going to be so much higher in sugar than eating a berry, which is going to be higher in fiber and it's going to be lower glycemic. And so, if you have berries every morning and your oatmeal instead of bananas every morning, that can make a difference, especially as you're starting your weight loss journey. But particularly, it can spike your blood sugar. And the higher the glycemic index of a food you're eating. The higher that blood spike, that, that blood sugar spike is going to be. And so, if you can kind of keep enjoying things throughout the day, and I like to keep it at every two to three hours, your blood sugar stays stable. And that for me was a huge game changer in what you were talking about with the cravings. Like, I love chocolate. Like, I would be the saddest person ever if you told me I can never eat chocolate again. Um, but I used to crave sweets all day long. And I have, I let, I allow myself, I enjoy small dove chocolates in the evening, but I don't feel like I have to have chocolate now. Whereas whenever, um, I first was like joining that program, I first started this whole journey. It was just sweets all the time because my blood sugar was just up and down. It was crazy. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that makes total sense. And, um, yeah, you know, I really appreciate you, you talking about this. It, It is really inspiring and, I think what a lot of people don't realize that are in their late 30s or 40s or even older like you can take control over your life at at this age like you don't have to be in your 20s like I think I'm in the best shape of my life I feel great I'm 41 years old I'm going to be 42 in a few months and it's just a lifestyle change and if you enjoy the change like if you enjoy the process of eating well and exercising which you you should like that's it, it it's invigorating, it's inspiring, like getting up in the morning, and doing a great workout, it helps you emotionally, it helps you physically. And if you have that shift, and you you view it like that, and you don't view it like, well, oh, you know, like, you can't, you can't be going to the bar eating chicken wings every night. That's not what this is about. But you, you, you don't want to do that. Like when you when you change your life like that, you don't want to do that. And for me, like when I on the weekends, and I, I go out and I enjoy myself, and I have nice meals, like I, I like the lifestyle, I like living this way. And I like both. I like during the week, you know, uh, keeping very regimented and I like having nice meals on the weekend, but you have to enjoy the process. I think to, to really see the, the results, but the results are going to come in all aspects of your life. Like it came for you, it, it it changed your career. It changed your whole outlook. You met all these different people. And I think that's, what's inspiring and you, and you feel great and you look great. And that's what's, what's important. And that's, what's going to, going to help you live a good life.
1: Yes. I absolutely agree. Um, you know, it's uh, I I turned 44 in August, and I'm going to be uh, doing a 21-miler in April. And if that goes well, then I'm going to uh, do my first ever marathon in November. So let's hope. Oh, wow. wow. So you're, you're
0: there's a 21-mile run. Wow. That's that's great. Wow. Awesome. Good We have a really
1: cool uh, course in Big Sur, and I got roped into it because my awesome community keeps saying, hey, try this. So I, it's hard for me to turn things down.
0: <laughs> oh, That's great. Awesome. Well, well, good luck with that. And thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. How can people keep in touch with you or follow you online?
1: Well, first of all, thank you for allowing me to be here. I really appreciate it. Uh, and if, if anybody has any interest in uh, the podcast or just following me, knowing anything about me, uh, you can find anything about the podcast at theclipout.com. And uh, you can all fo- also follow me on Instagram at Clipout Crystal.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Crystal. Really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate it too, Tom.